Can hit it from behind though. I'm sipping on you like some fine wine though. And when it's over, I press rewind though. You're talking bands, girl, I got it. Benjamin's all in my pocket. I traded in my truth for some robins. Playing Batman with Equal Yeah, I got a Glock in my Rari. 17 shots, no 38. The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is South Congress podcast, episode 66. My name is Cameron. And I'm Tristan. Oh, buddy. Um, It's not all the way true just yet. But pretty soon it's going to be true. We're, we're, we're the hardest working men in podcasting. Um, <laughs> we are doing a lot of work. My goodness. As long as people appreciate it, it's all good. Oh, and they do. And and our, our, our fans and supporters and listeners are fantastic. So we do thank you guys. Absolutely. For, for tolerating us through all the words that we put out there in the mm-hmm. ether. Um, how you doing, man? You good? Oh, yeah. I'm doing great. How you doing? Well, we're back on a regular schedule doing mm-hmm. the thing that we love to do. Um, tell us about your week, sir. It's pretty good. Uh, pretty much, I don't know, not a lot going out. We have star tests coming up uh, starting tomorrow. So, you know, little kids, y'all better get your ass to bed early. Stop fucking around with the video games and YouTube. Um, hung out with Steve and Javi and their wives this weekend. That was kind of cool. Saw how them was, on Friday. How was, was Steve and Javi doing? They're doing great. Um, like I said, Javi just started up his uh, his barbecue business. He's uh, kind of get up and running. Um, you know, kind of thing like that. Steve, you know, he's, he's at the new... Um, Southwest High School. Mm-hmm. He's doing great. Oh, he says hello. You know, he asks, see how you're doing? It's my man. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I go, Cameron's Cameron. You know, he's there. <laughs> what is that? 100%. Yeah. I was like, you know, he's there. And yeah. um, he, he ordered me a cranberry and vodka. Mm-hmm. And I guess I finished it really quick. And he was like, God damn, he finished it quick. I was like, well, I hang out with Cam. What do you expect? Wow. <laughs> like, okay. And so, yeah. And then, um, and then you know, but before we, I guess, kind of moving forward, definitely want to give a shout out to uh, one of my former students, um, Oscar Rodriguez. He competed in the um, in the UIL uh, state championship for uh, for discus for six A, and he won state. Oh, shout out to Oscar, man! Yeah, he's a he's a very from my understanding, since that that school's been around since like I don't know, like Jim Crow laws and shit. He's the very first person to ever win state out there. So uh, he threw the discus uh, 189 feet, which is uh, for him. That's from what I understand. That's a PR, and it's a school record. So it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I can absolutely. say you know, shout out to him. Shout out to. Uh, um, you know, my buddy, uh, Coach Sparza, Luis Sparza, uh, you know, coaching him. Second year here, he has a state championship under his belt. So now over there, it's known as the Esparza way. You know, they, they, them two are now the standard. How's your week? <laughs> Not as cool as yours, man. <laughs> um, how's my week been? Let's see. We did a show last week. Um, just really busy, man. Um, plotting stuff out. Um, one kind of disappointing thing. Not disappointing, but... Like as we do this, um, we do try to figure out people's schedules. So mm-hmm. the night that we're recording this, um, you know, Sunday the twelfth. Happy Mother's Day, by the way, to all the moms. Yes, um, my mother, your mother, everybody's mother, everybody's um, mama. Tonight's um, the Russell Circus show, hmm. which is a um, local promotion in Austin that brings in all the top independent talent. We worked hard to try to find a time to record this week, and it didn't work out because the worst time to ask a wrestling promoter to do an interview is the week that they have a show because they're all over the place like we had an interview scheduled for thursday night i want to say yeah and he had to go to san antonio 
to inspect the rings that they're using. And, like, I get it. And I'm like, oh, that would have been so good. But, um, you know, uh, my, a lot of my week was was plotting out stuff, um, trying to figure out how to make our, our next moves work. Um, I did episode three of The Goose Down. I think it's the best episode so far. Goose me um, down. And I've already read uh, Say Cheese and Die for episode four. Wait, Ooh. is that the one you wanted to be on? Fuck yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So I don't know how we're going to make that work, man. Because um, I, I did the reading already. Maybe hmm, we might have to do something special on Wednesday, but we'll talk about that. Um, you have the book? I do have the book. May I borrow it? You can. Awesome. Um, awesome. I'll, I'll give you the book. So uh, we did uh, Monster Blood, and Monster Blood was it was great. Um, revisiting that path, and people really liked that. And apparently I use my sexy voice when I do the goose down. I've noticed you trying <laughs> to talk like, like this. And, oh my god! It's yeah, different when so it's just you, though. I, I think that goosebumps. when you do that, you're like talking in like an echo chamber, and yeah. so it was kind of like a solo deal. It was pretty you cool. 145 uh, pound plus women. <laughs> we'll you talk know, about that too. Goosebumps right now. Um, outside of that, man. Uh, so here's something I didn't tell you about. Hmm. So Friday night, me and Lee went to dinner, and it was cool. We went to dinner at the park. Um, we had dinner, then we went to go have drinks, and it turned into an all-night thing, and we realized we're too old to do that, but Lee does want to start our Friday dinner tradition. It was really cool. Like, that might be a thing we need to do. Where'd y'all eat at? I uh, went to the park. It was cool. Oh, the park? Um, but again, it was like Friday, so it wasn't like competing for tables, people trying to sit with you. Yeah, yeah. It was no, just a restaurant. Like, it was okay. cool. Um, so we might have to make Friday dinner a thing between guys, but that was a lot of fun. Um, and then today, before we got together, uh, we did the brunch thing. So Banner out there. Banner is... All right, guys, you can't see it, but Banner is laying down in the kitchen because he's, he's looking so tired. his dick right now. Wow, um, that's too much information. <laughs> Basically, uh, I woke up this balls. morning because my other half is sick. So Ooh. I woke up early this morning, and it was like 7 o'clock, and he was just rambunctious. He said, you know what? We're going to run this out of you. So we did the brunch thing, and now he's finally tired, and so mission accomplished. Uh, that was really my week, though, man. It was a lot of, um, a lot of small stuff. Like, I, I don't... We're at the point where on social media, like on Twitter and stuff, our following is substantial enough to where I can't really be like, oh, I had a dope tweet and this many people retweeted it because it like it's just the thing now. And that's not like a bragging thing. It's just a this is what it is thing, like based on years of trying to tell really funny jokes and putting up pretty pictures. And so this is where we are. Um Something funny happened though. So we were out Sunday, mm-hmm. and this is last week when we were out together. And uh, my friend Malkia comes up, and we're just talking. And she's like, "So, do you have as many followers on Instagram as you do on Twitter yet?" And I was like, "No." She was like, "Well, you should. What are you doing?" And I was like, "I just ruined my whole vibe. Like I thought I was wow. doing thing. But that's. I mean, you need friends like that to tell you you're not doing enough. So that's always kind of cool. Um, I you know. That, that was pretty much my time. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's funny. I want to have this conversation with you. Okay. But I want you to tell me before we have the conversation mm-hmm. that it's not going to get personal. You're not going to make it about me or you. We're just going to have the conversation. Sure. <laughs> I don't trust you at all. Let's talk about Aisha Curry, man. All right. So Aisha Curry gets on Red Table Talk, Jada Pinkett's Facebook show. Okay. Um. Where they have, you know, friends and family and ancillary parts on where they just kind of have a conversation about what's going on in their life. Mm -hmm. And Aisha basically explains like, well, you know, I'm married to one of the very best basketball players on the planet. He gets a lot of attention from women um, to the point where, like, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, I have to, like, shoo the groupies away. Um, But it does make me feel a way that. You know, Steph gets all this attention, and I don't get the same level of attention. Um, A lot of people had a lot of reactions to it. I'm curious about your reaction to it. Again, not in the context of you or me. Just your reaction to it. My reaction to the whole thing, like... I mean, I understand where she's coming from, but at the end of the day, she really needs to just counter blessings. Like, life could have went a whole lot worse than being married to one of the best 
basketball players on the planet and okay. having an extremely faithful and loyal husband mm-hmm. who is one of the best play- basketball players on this planet. And for what we know for the most part, mm-hmm. he isn't fucking around. Yeah. So she, she needs to, I mean, like, you know, I, I can understand, you know, I mean, everybody likes attention, but she really needs to just kind of just sit down somewhere and count her blessings. Okay. I mean, I don't feel like she doesn't feel like any of that. Mm-hmm. My thing is, I think we all want to feel attractive. And yeah. if... Well, I mean, maybe. If we have... Now, here's one thing, and it's so stereotypical, mm-hmm. and I can only speak to what I've seen. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mean this to be a universal thing. I know it's a thing in San Antonio. I've seen a lot of unattractive hispanic men with very attractive hispanic wives and girlfriends oh absolutely that happens all the time a whole lot right but you know what i'm listening they have a probably have a one one two things is happening okay they have a lot of commas in the bank account if they have a bank account sure or whatever money they have is going right to her okay but but, but that's why okay but let me explain though mm-hmm. i don't think that that man Mm-hmm. has the desire to feel attractive because I think he feel like he's dating or marrying up at least in terms of physical appearance yeah I think Aisha Curry somebody who's been dating the same guy since she was 15 somebody who's very invested in her faith so hasn't really dated um, and is married to someone getting a crazy amount of attention I think that I understand why she would feel like she's not getting um, the same amount of praise as somebody she's always with. Um, that's not me saying that she wants to be Can like she cat- shoot three pointers from th- half court. Well, most women do not shoot half three pointers from half court. Okay, not that they can't do it, but most okay. don't. Then can she shoot at least accurately? Listen. Let's let's be let's be real. Let's okay. keep it a yeah. buck. We are. Okay? Okay. I am. I am. Listen, women uh-huh. are not judged mm-hmm. on levels of attractiveness by how well they shoot the three. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's that's a different conversation, mm-hmm. I think. But I, I I understand because I've been on, I've been the unattractive person in the relationship. I didn't know till after, but I've been <laughs> I've been the less pretty person in the relationship. Um, but I didn't. When you were like hundred pounds heavier, like ten sure. plus years ago, <laughs> but I, didn't, I didn't desire it like at that point. But I get it. Yeah, like feeling like you're not getting the same amount of attention as your partner. Like I, I genuinely do understand where she's coming from. Now, I, I think that because they have a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, and because she's a public figure, I think she was unfairly criticized for saying something that most people feel in that situation, like. I'm trying not to go too far one way, I guess. But, like, I, I, I do get where she's coming from. Like, you want to feel like you match your partner. Unless you absolutely know you don't. Which is the case of San Antonio. Like, due to be three feet tall, eight feet wide. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I got to tell you a funny story. Okay. <laughs> so, side note. Yeah. I was at the bar today. And um, there was this guy who was in the bar who had two walkie-talkies. And was handing one of the walkie-talkies to people so that he could talk to them when he walked to the other side of the bar. And every woman in the bar called him creepy. That is creepy. All of them. That's weird. There were 48 women in the bar. In in one loop of the bar, they all called him a creep. <laughs> Bless his heart. Uh, but no, like I, I think that you and I, like even if we don't necessarily agree with how strongly she may or may not have come on, mm-hmm. I think we get it. Like, I mean, yeah, I get it. I mean, like I said, it's one of those things where mm-hmm. it's like you're saying she wants some attention too, but at the same time, it's kind of like, okay, if you want attention, well, what is your talent? What is your? I, and, and that's where we where we disagree because yeah. I think that women are considered attractive in spite of their talent. As a matter of fact, I would venture to say the more talented a woman is, the more she's criticized and considered less attractive. I, I would say that. Like you're like you mm-hmm. being you. Okay. If that's where you stand, I a hundred percent understand that. If you want somebody to have value outside of just how they look, mm-hmm. and that's how you judge attractiveness, hundred percent, I get it. I think that in most cases, 
women are judged strictly off of looks and not works in most cases but people would find her more attractive if she could shoot half court shots <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying and it's also it's kind of like okay I, I mean she's she's also an entrepreneur right like she, yeah she sells what is she's uh was it she's a cook cook okay yeah. all right then go be the best damn cook and you know yeah but like, you know what it really is though huh? I, like i said at the beginning She's been dating the same guy since 15. Mm-hmm. They have three kids. She's never posed for any picture that would be questionable in a relationship. Nobody's shooting at the wholesome woman. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. Yeah. no 100%. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is... like, It's like the, she's almost wanting drama when she's living... I wouldn't she, and say she's, she's wanting drama. I would say... But that's what comes with attention, drama. She doesn't know that she carries herself in a way. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like she's she's an amazing woman. Yeah, like, but, but yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She doesn't know that she carries herself in a way that's going to stop her from getting the attention that she it, thinks she deserves. Yeah. That's the thing. And, like, and the thing is, like, you know, she she could be, you know, act now, be like, you know, Kim Kardashian getting all kinds of bad attention. But, I mean, if you want, you want that kind of life, hey, you know, more power to you. I, I just really think, like, she's, re- like, you know, if there's anybody who's living, living the American dream, like, I say it's her, mm-hmm. and just ne- no no trouble, she doesn't, she doesn't act a fucking fool, mm-hmm. like you said, she's wholesome, like, she's doing everything right, like, fuck attention, you know, just continue being a great mother, being a great wife, you know, um, you know, sell, sell them damn cookbooks, you know, like, you know, you know, get your money. Sell them damn cookbooks. Yeah. That's a great segue. You want to talk about Kim Kardashian? A little Absolutely. Bit? Yeah. So Kim Kardashian um, has been assisting, has been aiding in the process of getting uh, convicted felons sentences mm-hmm. repealed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the number is 17 now. Um, Kim Kardashian is not a lawyer. No. She's not any type of public <clears throat> defender. Um, she, I don't know if she's taking a single law class, genuinely. And I it's don't not think a slight. So. Um, Kim I Kardashian don't. does have an undergrad degree from San Diego City College, I want to say. Hmm. Um, but Kim Kardashian is not any type of lawyer. No. Um, people have had strong opinions about her being the person at the, at the forefront mm-hmm. of this process of getting these people's sentences repealed. Um, where do you stand on her position in this process and how it seems to be being presented as her being the chief person who is accomplishing these goals. That's pretty much how I kind of feel. Like I feel like she's pushing herself to the forefront to where she's making it about her. And it's, it's not about the people. It's not about the lawyers, the ones who are actually doing the legwork, you know, the people that are actually working hard. I, I feel like it's a mix of, that these people are getting off. It's a mix of her star power and she's saying like, hey, here's, I'm sure there's a lot of like, you know, hey, here's this big bag of money. You know, what what if, what if we, you know, if this big bag of money were to go somewhere and it can help, you know, overturn this stuff. But I'm sure like, I'm sure she has a great team of lawyers that, that are doing majority of the, of the work, but for her, uh, but I just, I kind of get the impression that she's kind of like taking a lot of credit for herself because the whole thing now she's like, well, you know, maybe I should be a lawyer. Okay, if you actually understood what it's like. I mean, and I'm in no way, you know, law school affiliated, anything like that. But I also know that it, it's not it's not just a walk in the park to be a lawyer because you, really, you have to really be on your shit. You have to constantly put shit together because in order to win your case because that's pretty much how you build up your brand is like, you know, if you're winning cases, obviously – that's how you're going to get more clients. If you're constantly fucking losing, then no one's going to want to hire you. You know, it's plain and simple, you know, kind of thing like that. Um, I mean, that's just kind of where I, I feel like, you know, it's happening uh, with, with that when it comes to her. I, I just I just feel like she's taking, she's going a little bit overboard as far as like credit. I, I feel like she needs to give it more to the actual people, like the actual lawyers that are doing the legwork, that, that are putting together everything to get the release um, from these men and women that are going to release from, um, from prison. Uh, what do you think about it? I think that the most important thing in the situation is people Mm -hmm. are getting released from prison. Absolutely. Um, I think that the lawyers involved are going to get the proper attention and appreciation from these firms and these companies. Like, they know who's doing the work. You know, that's that's who they're going to pick up on. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, like our buddy, B. Ray, 
who's um you know super successful CPA. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you don't listen to this show, you don't know who he is. You know what I mean? But he's super successful being parts of teams. They know his contribution to these important things. Mm -hmm. And I think that transfers. So, like, you and I had this conversation beforehand about how, you know, like, the common person may think that she's Allie McBeal. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, like for real, for real. I think that us being, you know, us being college grads, us knowing who appears in court, what your qualifications have to be, I think that we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I think that we know who's doing the hard work. So to me, it's not that much harm. Like, I'd love to have someone with a public face. Like, if <laughs> I don't know who's 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 a public person. Patrick Swayze's dead, right? Yeah, he's been dead for a while. It's my man. Um, if Patrick Swayze, rest in peace, mm-hmm. was the face of our podcast. It was Patrick Swayze presents South Congress, and all it was is his face. I'd be fucking ecstatic. It'd be amazing. <laughs> I love Patrick Swayze. It wouldn't matter if he got on here and said anything. Um, so, so I, I do think that the people in the know know who's doing the hard work, and so that's enough. Um, you know, niggas is going free, man. I, I don't know, you know, how else to how else to really talk about how I feel about that. Like, I think that's enough. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess the whole thing is like she needs to present it differently. Instead of just being like me, 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 me kind of thing, like I, I think that's their process, man. Like that's yeah, but that's the thing. Like it's gross. Like you know, and well, obviously, obviously, gross. yeah. Like you know, like I said, it's, it's very gro- it's gross behavior because I mean, like like you said, it's taken away from the people who are getting released. It's taken away from the people actually doing the work. And Ashley's like, huh, like me, 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 me. And like I said, that that's very gross. Like that that's where I'm just kind of like, you know what, fuck that. Like if anything, I hope all of them like fuck up again and get all back and jump skidding. If you hit the lottery, you mm-hmm. wouldn't let somebody else take the picture with the check. I'm sorry. If you hit the lottery, mm-hmm. you'd be mad if somebody else took a picture with the check. If they got the money, I would, yeah. But you get the money. Oh, if I get the money, <laughs> you get the money. I don't mm-hmm. f- fuck that picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would be like that one guy. Um, what was it, about a month or so ago when he won? And he 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 took a picture with the screen mask on. That's what I would do. Because certain states, you don't have to like present yourself. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Yo, when there's some bullshit. What's up? Um, I was watching. I was at the barbershop mm-hmm. watching Friday after next. Mm-hmm. I watching next Friday. Yeah. And remember how Day Day's mom died when she found out they won a million dollars. Yeah. And they showed a clip of her dying from a heart attack when they took a picture with the check. Mm-hmm. Why didn't she know until they had the check? That's what they call a plot hole. I'm sure she knew when they hit the numbers. So why would she die when they got the check? Probably because all all the reality, everything just kind of sunk in kind of thing. I mean, that's something I can think of. We're going to take a break. (laughs) South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. That's something I can think of. I mean, like I said, when reality actually kind of fucking sinks in and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. So, I'm sitting on my couch Wednesday night, Mm -hmm. minding my business. The Rockets are playing the Warriors. It's a great game. Kevin Durant hits a shot, steps back, starts pulling on his calf. The world goes in a tizzy. Everybody's scared that he's torn his Achilles, right? Mm-hmm. So it's looking like, well, the Rockets are finally going to get over that hump. Steph Curry finally decides to show up in the playoffs. And they win game five. So Warriors win game five. Mm-hmm. Turns out Kevin Durant has a calf strain. Kevin Durant weighs 13 pounds. So his calf has to be at least six. <laughs> he strains it. So it's like, oh, well, they're dead in the water. It's at least going seven, right? Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Steph has zero points in the first half. Oh, that's right. I saw those stats. He has zero points in the first half, 33 points in the second half. And, and granted, like, I, I, as I'm about to bash the Rockets for being a horrible organization, mm-hmm. I want to admit, like, Clay Thompson is fantastic. And when, when called upon, he does his thing. Absolutely. And he, I mean, it was damn near a tie game at the end of the, I think it was a tie game at the end of the half. He did his thing. Draymond was, was everywhere. Um, you know, they, the team really showed out. They, they absolutely did. But Steph hits him with 33 in the second half. And they win that game. 
That's a product of a Mike D'Antoni coached team without <laughs> defense. Typical. Warriors winning six. Kevin Durant will be back next week. It's looking like Boogie Cousins somehow is going to be able to play in the Western Conference Finals. Why? Why not just keep letting him rest until... I think you should, but, but, but you know, what, yeah. neither here nor there. So the Warriors beat the Rockets for the fourth time in five years. Yeesh. The Rockets, um, who signed one of the all-time great guards, Chris Paul, who last season, if he doesn't get hurt, maybe they win that series, um, who absolutely had some dog-ass performances this series, just was not super good. They're on the hook for another $70 million for the next two years with him. Gross. They just paid Clint Capella $90 million. They, can't, they can't keep him on the court. Ugh. Who's running um, that organization? They can't. Who's the owner? Uh, Who's I think Daryl the Morey. They can't Who's the GM? get Fire rid of anybody. Person. They can't trade anybody because they're like $14 million in the hole. They're stuck with that team. Um, mm. They went all in. And I respect going all in. And look at how close they came. They weren't necessarily wrong. But guess what? What? Still fun to laugh at for being bum-ass niggas. That <laughs> <laughs> sucks, man. Like, I, I love James Harden. Mm-hmm. I, I, when I say I love James Harden, I hate the way that he plays ball. But I admit that yeah, it's, it's very disgusting shit. Like, it's a thing like, okay, you play Elder Scrolls online. Mm-hmm. I'm a Skyrim guy. We've both exploited some glitches that made the game work better for us. I've never done that. You've never done I'm that? Not in that game, no. Uh, okay, like I said, you've mm-hmm. never done that? No. I, I've Not in that game. I've played video games against you. Mm-hmm. I, I know how you play games. <laughs> Keep it a buck. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> even if it's not something I like to see, yeah. when you're think about it, when you're playing a game by yourself and you have like a special glitch, you'll ride that bitch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So like, I, I understand they have great players on that team. James Harden's a great player. Eric Gordon is a great shot maker. P.J. Tucker. PJ, me and PJ Tucker are the exact same age. We lived in the same dorm our freshman year. Um, PJ Tucker was the one who stopped me from getting beat up by a girl during the hot seat. Remember? <laughs> you were, oh, I remember you PJ talked Tucker, about it, yeah. PJ, PJ pushed me into the laundry room when old girl came back. <laughs> with the, Everybody thought she had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, yeah. PJ's my guy. Like, I love PJ Tucker. Um, but, yeah, I, it just... I don't think that a team that relies that heavily on the three-pointer and the propensity for being fouled, I don't think they'll ever beat a great team. No, they won't. Regardless of, of circumstance. like Mike D'Antoni is their coach. They're, they're never going to be great just know, based off that fact. For real, for real. And mm-hmm. this is like, I don't think you necessarily have to be tough to win, mm-hmm. but when Robert Ori knock Steve Nash into the announce table and they didn't come back and win their series, I was like, yo, Mike D'Antoni will never win. No, that's, that's, never I'm, I'm telling you, like, Mike, Mike D'Antoni, like, to me, he's just a Jeff Fisher with more wins. That's all he is. So we say all this to say, the Rockets will forever be bum-ass niggas. They're bums. That's B-U-M-S. Never, never going away. No, I mean, they suck. I mean, I... And again, great players. Mm-hmm. People I genuinely respect. If they could actually run a couple actual set plays, they might be okay. Yo, I, I, again, I love Chris Paul. Chris mm-hmm. Paul's going to be 35 next season. Oh, he's washed. Like, it, your body, it doesn't matter how good a shape you stay in. Like, you can't just compete up and down the court with these 23, 24, 25-year-olds, regardless of your savvy. If you don't have all the pieces around you to make it work, and you have a guy like James Harden who, as great as he is, relies so heavily on being ball dominant that... If Chris Paul can stay healthy, they might have a, ch- a better chance. They need to draft a gym. You know what I mean? Like a kid <laughs> yeah. they didn't know was going to be great but is all of a sudden great because, mm-hmm. they again, they can't sign anybody. They can't trade for anybody because they're in the hole. Like, there's nothing they can do. Just go they're get a European player. They're stuck with that team for maybe... But they can't, they can't get a European player. They're stuck with that team for at least oh. another two years. Mm. Hate it had to be you. Spurs are getting younger. By the way, Kawhi is, is busting the 76ers right now. Boy, I wish we had better doctors. <laughs> he is he is busting them right now. But yeah, I mean... Oh, they're tied. I still want, I still want Kawhi to win. Like that's somebody was asking me that. I was like, I still root for my guy Kawhi. Oh, uh, like oh. I said, he's not a bad person. He really just... quick. 
Um, I was at I was at the bar Friday night. Yeah. And I got into an argument, like a 20-minute argument with a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was about players' loyalty to their teams. Now, his argument was, this is why I don't like the Rockets. Because a bunch of guys tried to sign there to win a championship. That's not loyalty. He's like, my Spurs would never do a thing like that. And I said, well, mm. I said, look, buddy. <laughs> I, and he wasn't talking to me, granted, so I was butting in. I said, look, buddy. Like, I'm a Spurs fan, too. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is is factually untrue. He's like, what do you mean? I said, well, let's look at Tim Duncan. Greatest spur ever, right? Yep. Let's look at Tim Duncan. I was like, you remember when Tim Duncan was going to go to Orlando? He was like, well, they were in talks. I was like, no. Tim Duncan was going to Orlando. Yeah, it was almost said done. He had a conversation, and they wouldn't. Orlando's management told him that his family couldn't ride the private jet, and he didn't sign with him. Like, he took and, the free Disney, uh, the Disney World trip, though. As he should. Yeah. Um, and Which I was is like, dope, because they closed the whole park for him and his yeah. family. And I told him, I was like, look, like Tim Duncan's my guy. I, I like that we disguise a business decision as loyalty. And he was like, well, I'm a Marine, so I'm very much about my loyalty. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I, like, I was like, I, I appreciate your service. Mm-hmm. The NBA is not the Marines. It's, it's a just, different kind of loyalty. It's just a job. And he was so upset. And bless well, his heart. Yeah. Um, like, this is the thing about the Marines. NBA is more of a business than anything today. No, granted, this is the thing about the Marines. Mm-hmm. They're not going to send you to the Air Force. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> They're not going to be like, you know what? Navy, <laughs> I want to I initiate a trade with you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hey, hey army i got some i got some prospects i think you might like it doesn't work like that no like at all like it's a different thing we you you choosing to root for one team is great asking a player to be loyal because you've pledged an oath to your nation not exactly fair and which is crazy because uh, like i was telling you earlier um i was talking to one of my friends earlier on the way up here and she was, um, she had applied for some job like about a month or so ago, interview for it, and she got it. It's a higher paying job, um, kind of thing. And it was like, oh, hey, congrats. And she goes, but I'm, I'm really scared, you know, to tell my boss tomorrow because she's going to get so pissed. I said, you know what? Here's some advice. Fuck your boss. I go, because of your job right now, currently, if they had some kind of budget crisis, they would have no problem letting you go. You know, kind of thing. They would they have no problem letting you go. They would have and they wouldn't even care that, you know, you're a single mother, you know, with one with one child. They wouldn't care about that. They'd be like, Oh, sorry, we can't afford you. See you later. And I go, So you know what? Fuck your boss. If you have any uh, PTO, use that bitch up as much as you can. And she's like, Yeah, I'm at least giving three weeks notice ago. And, th- and that's fine. You're doing what you need to do. If your boss gets pissed, oh well, fuck her. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it's about getting the bag. It's about getting the money. You know, if they if they can match the offer, then sure stay there. But if not See ya. The Raptors are up by four with a minute left. Yeah, that's a 76 is what you expect. Kawhi has 38. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's, he's killing him. Oh, my goodness. Um, so let's see. So do I, Mace. So do I. Yeah, we, we all miss you, Kawhi. <laughs> um, so Alyssa Milano. My forever childhood crush. Boy, I thought Sam had the juice. And then Charm dropped. I was like, yeah. That's the olive, the olive skin woman I want. <laughs> Alyssa Milano is both a friend of the program and an unwitting enemy of the program. The program being equality and justice. Um, I think that we... There are people who are on the side of right, who even though they're on the side of right, don't talk to the people. Mm-hmm. The reason I've always liked Batman more than a Superman is because Batman be in the fucking slums. He's in the dirt, baby. Superman just kind of rides around being a beacon, being a symbol of hope. He's not down here with the people. He doesn't know what's <laughs> popping on the streets. Um, but no, joking aside, like I, I think that there's no perfect ally because by definition an ally doesn't share the same experiences you know Alyssa Milano for all the things she might believe are right and good is still a privileged white woman and sometimes she shows that 
So Georgia has, you know, approved this abortion bill that says an abortion after six weeks is yeah after the after the heartbeat pretty much after the heartbeat, Mm -hmm. which is typically six weeks. Most women don't know that they're pregnant until that point because Mm -hmm. if you miss your period, that's four weeks. If it's a regular, and sometimes women are late. That's five weeks. Mm-hmm. And so pretty much anything after that, like you really can't account for that. You're on the hook for that pretty much. Yeah. And yeah. so they're saying that that is an abortion after that, after that point is illegal. Leaving the state to get an abortion after that point is considered like, you know, uh, a crime over state lines. And so women are kind of stuck. And so Alyssa Milano in her infinite white woman wisdom, um, her idea was, okay. Well, we need to stop, as women, we should stop having sex with white conservative, not white conservative, just conservative men, um, to prove our point that this is unjust. Um, why are you fucking him in the first place? That's yeah, the no question. shit. <laughs> That's the question. Why are you why are fucking, fucking Rush Limbaugh you, in the first why place? Why are you fucking men you deem? Who's fucking Alex Jones? Like, That's what I want to know. The idea that withholding sex is a proper defense against the unjust mm-hmm. um, is one kind of gross. Now, we talked to Miles about this, and Miles was like, this is kind of what got women's suffrage going in the right direction. Women withholding sex um, until men would give them the right to vote. Cool. But that was like, what, 70 years ago? Yeah, about not, well, almost 100. Damn. Yeah, damn near 100. Because I think, I think women gained the right to vote like in the 1920s, I believe, something like that. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's pushing yeah, 100. We're old as shit, yeah. by the way. Um, but yeah, like the idea that withholding sex is like the answer to this. Like, why are you fucking them from the jump? Yeah, no shit. I, I, that, that's kind of my whole deal. Like, well, <laughs> there's, there's absolutely a reason, but that, that's my whole thing. Like, I, I think that politics, like if you look at this stuff, people are super combative on Fox News and CNN, and then these same people all get together for dinner and and laugh at broke folks, regardless of where they stand. Like, that's gross. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I, Alyssa Milano, I'm sure I have a poster of her stashed somewhere, but she ain't the one. And it's like the first time. Like, I remember Alyssa Milano got on Twitter and was like, yo, I am a gay man. I am a black woman. I am a trans person. Like I I go I am the struggle that all these people face is like, no, Alyssa, no. you're not Mm-mm. you're an ally to people like that, but you don't go through none of that. When you wake up and you get dressed and you walk outside, people just want autographs. They don't want smoke. And pretty much the end all be all of that. That's the best way to put it, yeah. We got one more thing to talk about before we get out of here. And I kind of don't want to talk about it. Oh, I don't know how it came up. But apparently, some of these women of Caucasian descent are not bathing every day. Gross. Um, now, what's weird about it, like, there's probably a thousand podcasts talking about this, right? Mm-hmm. I have a personal interest. You no, know I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Because who do we say a majority of the people that podcast? Or what? White women? White men? Okay. Why would Why would they want to talk about? They're, the, they're not going to ruin their nope their sex game. Nope. Because <laughs> because again, it make it makes so a lot the, of the it makes a lot of sense. The unwashed and the unjust are having sex with each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's rough. Yep. So they're not talking about it. So we're going to talk about it. Um. Someone that I respect, mm-hmm. someone I think a lot of as, as far as their stances and their, and their work and their dedication to their job, may have said that they don't scrub their calves every day. It's fucking gross. I, it's kind of indefensible, man. Like, I'm not going to say anything Tell on yourself. Tell on yourself. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, there were people that were basically saying, like... I don't understand the need to shower every day. Um, I don't necessarily... Like, I wash my armpits and my face. And sometimes that'll be it. 
and I don't even understand the rationale. The rationale is privilege. What? Must be nice. But I don't even know how. Where, where did you come? How were you yeah. raised to not wash everything every day? That, and apparently we're the savages. We don't. We're have, the savages, apparently. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's the crazy <laughs> part. The people of that's color funny. are considered less than. Yeah. And we have white women who are who are considered like the most valued resource on earth <laughs> to, to the majority of the white population. And if you lay with them, you may get leprosy. Can't say that. I just did. <laughs> you really did. Yeah. Um. Um. Make it make sense. You can't because I may or may not know some people that fall in that same category and um just kind of like you know that this kind of brings it up and now I kind of think about it so. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, just because I don't remember. But Talk your I, shit. Oh, well, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> so I, I let one of my friends um, crash my place the other week. Mm. And when he got to my place, he was like, I got to take a shit. Okay. You know, he's in there a while. Bathroom flushes. I don't remember the sink going off. Mm. But the good thing was he brought his own TV and PlayStation, so he didn't touch my shit. So I was like, okay. But I was, I like I said, I, I don't remember that sink. You know, I do think that like, going, I don't think wet. we overcompensate, but people of color are very, very serious about their hygiene. I wash my hands after every bathroom use. Even even if I don't use the bathroom, I still wash my hands. Yeah, yeah. No, my my favorite thing in any movie ever. There was the HBO Don King movie mm-hmm. where he's talking to a guy in the bathroom. And then after he's done peeing, he just walks out. And the guy was like, hey, you're not going to wash your hands? And he said, I wash my hands before I touch my dick. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> I, I did. Like, I, I carried that with me to this day. But I wash my hands after because you have to. Yes. People who don't wash their, ooh, people who don't wash their hands is just gross. I don't, um, I understand, the, I don't understand this whole hygiene thing. But I mean, yeah. And it's also just kind of like, oh, well, you know, like, oh, I, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to do this, and who gives a shit? It's like, Even no. Even if it's someone I care about, mm-hmm. if I have to shame you into bathing, I'm happy to do it. I'm glad. And you know what's even gross? Because my cousin, uh, he lives in Seattle, and he was telling me, or he's telling us, I'm sorry, that people up there bathe like every other day, even if they're running around and shit. What? Yeah. Every other day. Well, because like in Seattle, like majority of like Seattle is kind of like hippie and shit like that. So people, the residents of there, normally not not all, but a good a good a good amount of residents, will bathe every other day, no matter what, even if they're running around like. Why though? Hippie culture, I guess. Fuck, I don't know. That's weird. Yes, they it's should gross. bathe more. They should bathe more. Oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, my cousin, like, I mean, they they bathe every day because you know we were brought up the right way. Yeah, we have to shame people into washing. Yeah, which is fucking I'm dumb. One hundred percent okay with that. Mm-hmm. That's the only way it should go. Yeah, because again, if I end up laying next to you, I don't get no fucking leprosy. Because that happens, I might have to fight somebody. Yeah, no, I, I would not want to wake up with leprosy. Mm-hmm. Why am I green? Why? Why, why is my skin falling off? Why? Why is my dick been wearing fake jewelry? <laughs> why does it look like I, I'm wearing a? My neck look like I'm wearing a chain from the damn market square. What's that happening here? He's the worst. Oh my god! Lee had all his chains on today. Bro. I bet he did. Of course he did. He and he still great. got no pussy. But whatever. Wow. Um. You know, it's always mm-hmm. fun hanging out with my man because the whole time we're out, he's always critiquing other men's outfits because, like, he's in competition mm-hmm. with other guys on the value of their outfit. Somebody was wearing his same Balmain t-shirt, mm-hmm. but he decided that because that man had a beer belly, that he was better dressed. And that guy probably got more pussy than Lee, because I'm sure he's taller than Lee. And actually and actually wears an adult-sized foot, a, unlike Lee, Lee's who wears like a kid's son. six. Lee gets enough. That's fine. But since then, what? Nothing? I mean, Keith, Lee... <laughs> Lee, Lee. <laughs> And he had a son, he ain't got nothing since. That's like, you know, Jim Duggan, he was a United States champion when he got out of the trash. What did he do after that? Nothing. That was a TV title. The, oh, TV title, whatever. Same shit. They both have the same value. <laughs> you can't say that. I just did. So what? No, but I mean, like, like my, my whole thing is like, 
he wears like a kid's like size six foot. Like he's he's not plowing through anybody. Wow. At least I hope. Well, no, I hope he is. But you I, wanna, know. I need to call the biggest pause on you because reasons. Don't, don't talk about your friends plowing people, please. I'm just, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what's coming up this week. Um, say cheese and die is coming up this week. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm probably going to do the Wrestle Circus interview this week now that the show's done. I just feel like the schedule is going to be a bit smoother. Um, and I think that's it. Oh, oh, oh. We're going to do uh, something that we haven't done before. And I think it's going to be exclusive to our patrons, at least for the first couple of days. We're going to do... We're going to do a... Uh, uh, reaction video for the uh what trailer is that is it loquisha 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 we're gonna mm-hmm. do a reaction trailer for that um i don't want to say any more about it have you seen oh we i think we should do the it trailer too i think we can do both of those i'm i'm excited about the movie i know you're not i'm super excited about it chapter two i love chapter one thought it was really good i hated it i um, hated chapter one well but you like say cheese and die Say Cheese and Die is amazing, but again, Say Cheese and Die was, was supposed to be the way it was. Say Cheese and Die. It Chapter 1 is a big old fucking shit show. Expound on that. It's just stupid. It's more of a comedy than anything. Get those fucking kids out of here. You know what? I'm glad y'all died. That's a, a stance. <laughs> um, oh, oh, oh. Before we go. Mm-hmm. Um. You want to talk a bit about Meg the Stallion? Sure. Um, so, so Megan the Stallion, Houston rap artist, goes on. She's on a press tour right now because I think her album's coming soon. Mm-hmm. Goes on a radio show, and someone asks her why her mother is no longer with her as far as being in the manager position. Her mother's not with her because her mother passed away a few weeks ago. Oof. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And so it's just kind of a housekeeping thing. Like, you're doing yourself, your guests, and your audience a disservice if you do not do your research on your interview subject. I hope that um, person lost their job afterwards. You should know who you're dealing with, um, you should know their background, and mm-hmm. on top of that, It'll never hurt you to send questions beforehand. Um, this interview I had with uh, the owner of Russell Circus. Mm-hmm. As we're setting things up, I sent him a Google Doc, a Google Doc of all the questions I had, roughly. And so anything he didn't want to talk about, we didn't. Because with wrestling, it's different. Like, a buddy of mine uh, recently signed with WWE. And he actually did... Uh, my Yumi and wrestling show for PW Torch. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions is basically, why don't you like X person? Or not, why don't you like X person? But who is somebody that you would not put on your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? Mm-hmm. They answered somebody, and the whole thing was like, okay, I understand if we can't talk about this. And it wasn't even like they said it, it was me saying, like, look, I know the position you're in. I know where you're going. Maybe we should visit this before we talk. And it was that simple. Mm-hmm. And granted, I don't like Harvey Wilkman either. No, Harvey Wilkman's fine. He's good. Um, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it was that thing where you need to value, if you want more interviews, you want people to come and talk to you, you need to value their time, their position, um, and their feelings. Like You have to. Um, and that did not happen, and that was gross. Yeah, you have, you have to show that you know who they are, and you're not just getting them there just to boost your ratings kind of thing. Because, I mean, like I said, in a situation like that, that's clearly somebody who who didn't do their homework. Surprising somebody with a question on your platform is gross. Unless it's a surprise where you're... If, if you're challenging their, their wit in the moment, mm-hmm. that's okay. But to challenge their intelligence is gross and to challenge their feelings and morals without them knowing beforehand is gross you're not gaining anything from that like to be shock value 
from uh, a situation where you want to gain information is nasty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I was very frustrated with that. Like, as somebody who works in media, like, you have to treat people a bit better. If, if it's somebody you don't like, don't interview them. That's pretty easy. Um, but if it's somebody, like, that you want to have a certain amount of respect for, you can't do that. Um, yeah, man, that's what I have for this week. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Kids, y'all better go to bed early, start test this week, get your ass in bed, get off YouTube, get off uh, Fortnite, Apex, all that bullshit, go to sleep. Rub one out and go to sleep. 100%. 100%. Kids, be safe. Do your uh, do your homework and get your sleep. And go to sleep early. Just remember, sleep. after this week, it's all downhill from here. It's 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 all coast from here until the next couple weeks until school's out. Bless the children's hearts. Yeah. Um, yeah. South Congress Podcast episode 66 um please 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 if you listen to this show primarily if you listen to the goose down primarily or both goose me down. um more reviews more reviews um if you listen on itunes please go to the podcast app and give us a five-star review if you just listen on soundcloud just tap that like on the uh you know, on the episode, um, if you're typically just on Spotify, just send us a message, um, whether it's through uh, southcongress at gmail.com um, or on one of our IG pages, whether it's Seahawk, whether it's uh, coach underscore Tristan um, or whether it's South Congress podcast, you know, shoot us a message saying that you like the show just so we can have that information out there. The more likes, the more views. um the more presence we have, the more people know about the show. So it does help us out when you do that. Um, and also, uh, definitely subscribe to our Patreon. Um, it's patreon.com slash Seahawk, C-E-E-H-A-W-K. Um, that's what I have, though, man. Um, just remember, if you want this, the work matters. The work is important. Do the work. Absolutely. South Congress Podcast, Episode 66. My name is Cameron. And I'm Tristan. And we're out. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comment, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.